are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, recently back from vacation, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, also back from vacation, Jason T. Gaffney. Jason T. Gaffney, where did you go on vacation? I went to Disneyland. Did you go to Disneyland since we talked last? Yes. How was it? It was very exciting. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to going back there without masks. Just because it was, by the end of the day, my nose was very much like, wow, this mm-hmm. is wild. And your um, ears, too. Were they like, were they getting sliced off? Ears were fine. It oh. was the nose that was the problem. The bridge of my nose. How about the Mickey ears? Are they intact? <laughs> I don't wear Mickey ears there. Oh, I see. All right. I fine. wear other merchandise. Like You we don't had, have any spirit, then. We wore Disney face masks. What? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. And then, se- um, are they selling them there? Sure, of course. Well, yeah, but we bought them at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. We bought oh, them before yeah. they were cool. We've looked like Goofy and Minnie the whole time. No, mine said um, hello and had a little hippo and a little penguin on it, and it's like the um, Small World font. Okay. And then <laughs> Matt wore the Haunted Mansion one. Very cute. Yeah. Of course they have been able to merchandise this one as well. Good job, Disney, on making it's, money off the pandemic. To be fair, though, they were making zero dollars for a year. That's true, except on except on face masks, Disney-themed yes. face masks. That's it. That's all they sold for one whole year. <laughs> they sold some other stuff. No, that's it. And so they, but they limped through, and that's good. And so yeah, and it's open again, and people can go, and that's exciting. Yeah, we're yeah. going next month. Yes, for the first time. Matt and uh, Nick were texting about it. They were like. Nick wanted to get all the lowdown, and Matt was giving the lowdown. There's so much great stuff to do. Sure. Oh, I had my first shrimp at Disney ever. You had your first shrimp at Disney, or you had your first shrimp? No, I've. So I used to be allergic to shellfish, as we right. all know. I now can eat it, but I'd never had shellfish at Disney because by the time I became no longer allergic, it was the start of the pandemic. I see. So for the first time ever, I went to Disneyland without an allergy. Where do that's amazing. First of all, where do you? Second of all, get shrimp at Disneyland in the in the uh, the New Orleans area. Oh, oh, sure, they would have it in a gumbo situation, right? I did. I got a uh, jambalaya. Mm-hmm. Next time, you have to go to California Adventure and get the clam chowder in the sourdough bowl. That's what you oh, need now. Oh, in the wharf. Mm-hmm. We weren't. That's... We we did go to California Adventure, but I did not get a clam chowder. Well, I'm saying next time you have to. Okay. 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 Well, very cool. Well, welcome back from vacation. I feel we're so we're so damn rested. Well, and fresh. I'm and not I, rested. You're. That's fine. I am also not rested, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you're certainly fresh, Mister. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I feel emotionally ready for whatever is going to come. Oh, nobody's emotionally ready. Yeah, you intimated that this is going to be kind of uh, a roller coaster, would you say? Or would you say a devastating experience? I think everyone is going to feel a lot of feelings throughout this episode. Okay. And there's no need for trigger warnings, as far as I know. 
Okay, fine. Except for a blanket trigger warning that here's your trigger warning. You're probably not ready for this emotionally. That and your trigger warning is that the stupidity of humanity knows no low. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's that shouldn't that's not a trigger warning. That's our tagline. Okay. <laughs> um so uh bright spot this yes. week since I'm going to since I'm you know, I'm trying to stall as much as I can before we get into whatever you're going to do to me. Uh our bright spot this week is the owners of the Lucky Stop convenience store in Southwick, Massachusetts. Okay? This week, a Massachusetts woman named Leah Rose Fiega bought a $30 scratch-off ticket on her lunch break, and she was in a huge hurry, and she scratched it off, and it didn't look like a winner. And she did it right there at the counter, and she handed it to the owner of the store and to, to throw away. The owner put it aside, and later they were checking just to make sure all of the, the tickets to get thrown away were not winners, and that one was a winner for $1 million. What? The woman who bought it, uh, Miss Fiega, was a regular at that convenience store. So the next time she came in, they brought her aside and said, hello, you have won a million dollars. What? They didn't take it for themselves. They held it for her for about a week until they saw her again because they didn't know another way to get in touch with her. And they gave her back her own winning ticket. And she now won a million dollars. That's so nice. Because of the honesty of the people who owned that store. Yeah. And, and for no other reason, you know, because of the diligence in, in like rechecking any of the tickets that they are going to throw away. And also in being honest enough to say this million dollars doesn't belong to us. It's hers. Right. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know this, but the owners of the store that sell a ticket that big, they're going to get a $10,000 bonus from the lottery commission for selling the ticket. And Miss Fiega is also giving them an extra award on top of that. It didn't say what, but she's she's expressing that. her gratitude and just handing over some of the money to them um, herself. She's so giving them a hug. Yeah, it's certainly a bright spot. I, maybe it was tinged by my experience of being in Las Vegas last weekend, but uh, that one just warmed my heart quite a bit. And I so, love congratulations that. to all involved. <laughs> That was a perfect palate cleanser before the shit show that we're about to devour. Great. Well, the sorbet is done, everybody. And uh, get ready for this shit stew. I love a sorbet. I'm sure you do. A now, lemon what you, that's sorbet. what I gave you. Yeah. And then what are you going to do to me? All right. Trucks. Okay. I'm, I'm terrified. Nuts. Trucks? Tr- truck nuts. Okay. War. Tr- <laughs> Um, this is the time where people set their truck nuts against each other, where they would back into each other with their trucks, with the little testicles hanging off of the back of the truck, and whoever's testicles broke first lost. That's the truck nut war. That's right. Is it? We are going to talk about the infamous truck nuts war. Uh, uh. That, but okay. Well, I I feel like I shouldn't get it because you said truck nuts and war in your three <laughs> clues. <laughs> this one's a weird one. So okay, all right. So truck nuts are wonderful. I just have to. I'm gonna go on record and say truck nuts are wonderful. They're the worst things that humans have made. They're wonderful. So for our listeners, Kevin, will you explain what truck nuts are? Yes, of course. Truck nuts are a. It's a piece of metal, like cast metal that will hang from the bottom step, basically, of the back of a pickup truck uh, to show to the whole world 
that the owner of this pickup truck is a real man. Mm-hmm. And they dangle there and they sway back and forth as you drive. So I also <laughs> I also want to have this quote in here just because it's so fun. Quote okay. from Wiki. Quote, truck nuts are <laughs> vehicular vanity accessories resembling a dangling scrotum. Yes, exactly. If, if, if you haven't had the privilege of seeing truck nuts in the wild, uh, do yourself the favor of a Google image search right now. Also, maybe truck, looks for videos. <laughs> truck nuts uh, can be spelled with N-U-T-S or N-U-T-Z. Sure. I mean, yes, that's completely obnoxious. So any way that we could find to make truck nuts more obnoxious, that's what we're going to do. Speaking of obnoxious, quote mm-hmm. from Vice.com, quote, they are popular in what some would consider redneck culture. Some would consider. Driving some. through Alberta, Texas, or Florida, you mm-hmm. are bound to see a pair of knackers flopping from the back of a jacked up half ton cruising down a highway. Yep. And if anyone's wondering why I know this, it's because I'm from Texas. So, yes, that's where I saw them. Yes. Deep in the heart of Texas. Flap, flap, yeah, flap, flap. You put the, you said flap and not clap, and you put them in the wrong place, but that's fine. Well, they were You're flapping not from Texas. in the breeze. I'm not from Texas. <laughs> Uh, yes, so we don't see a lot of these in California, where we live, and that's, you know, one-third of the reason I moved to California. <laughs> I would have figured you would have been at home with the truck nuts. I mean, just because something's part of your environment doesn't mean that you want to stay around it. Well, no, just because you like nuts. I do like nuts, but, you know, I'm not nuts for nuts. Is anyone ever really nuts for nuts? Also, I like them on people. You know, I do feel like trucks not having to reproduce don't really need them. So you don't want those balls slapping the back of your truck? By the way, everybody, don't forget to spay and neuter your vehicles. <laughs> so, all right. I'm sure you're curious. When did truck nuts start? Uh, I wasn't ever curious about that. No, <laughs> I have to be honest. The earliest truck nuts that historians could find were created in the 1980s. (laughs) They were in a cave in France. (laughs) They were actually chariot nuts. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) I just found out literally moments before we started recording, one of the companies we're going to talk about, they have truck nuts for wheelchairs. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I feel like any truck nut can be adapted to a wheelchair situation, couldn't it? These ones are designed specifically for wheelchairs. Uh, okay, that's fine. They're What, are they smaller? I don't know. And is that a selling point? I I don't know. I don't really want to get too deep into this, but, you know, we're only, what, 10 minutes into this? You're going to force me to, so. So, anyway, the original truck nuts that were found by historians in the 1980s were custom made and not sold in stores. Custom made. Somebody came up with this and wanted them, and that's what they wanted, and they wanted them made just for them. Custom made truck nuts. Were they cast from the customer's own balls? That's what I want to know. I need some nuts for my car because my dick's so tiny. (laughs) Nobody's going to know I'm a man. How could that person start a trend? But they did. (laughs) So they would not become available in stores until the 1990s. And it wouldn't be until the 2000s that they would become an American staple and would bring joy 
and to spare to millions. I mean, I, I want to rebel against the fact that these are a staple of American life, but they are, and I can't. Yeah. So, all right. I promised you a war over these plastic and metallic manhood idols, didn't I? Yes, I want the war of the truck nuts, and I won't leave until I get it. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Yes. But first, who no. was the original person who made these? I, a porn star, I have to assume, who had really impressive nuts, and they, they cast them on them. Was it John Saller, the owner of Bulls Balls? Or <laughs> was it David Ham, who was the owner of the company Your Nuts with a Z? So these are the two like sides in the in the truck nuts war, is it? Yes. I have I have no information to go on, so I'm gonna say John for sure. Wrong. Neither of these men would be the first to make the truck nuts. However, both of them would claim they would to be the first. Okay, so they were both liars. Yes. With tiny dicks. Got it. So it was actually a woman whose name we will never know because I could not find it anywhere on the internet. So if you know <laughs> this, please, I want to credit this woman who was from Nevada and she made them. She's like, I need nuts in my car. She made them for herself, you saying? I guess so. Or she was like, all these idiots around here are going to buy this and I'm going to make a lot of money because they're I... too dumb. Yeah, I feel like that's a little more accurate uh, than a woman really wanted to have testicles hanging off of the back of her car. There was a woman, I believe, in South Carolina who had them on the back of her car because she wanted them and she got a ticket and it led to a court case and free speech and all that stuff. Wow. But that's really? not this episode. So Wait, no? It's not, it's not part of this episode? <laughs> we have too much to talk about with this war. Okay, but you promise me we won't do another episode on truck nuts? You promise me that? I make no promises here except that you will be despondent. I'm already despondent with the idea that we might have more than one episode on truck nuts. Then I'm doing my job. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So how do they know that a woman from Nevada was the first person to make these? I don't know. John Saller, the owner of Bulls Balls, would claim that he was inspired to make his original never-made-before balls for the, the truck nuts by stumbling into her and seeing her selling them. He's like, I ran into this woman and she's selling these truck nut things and then I wanted to make them and I'm the original. And then I, I invented them because I copied them from her? Yeah, he would be quoted that, in an interview. That's not how invention works, John. <laughs> He'd be quoted in an interview saying, quote, As far as I've been <sighs> able to find out, there was a woman in northern Nevada who started selling them in the mid-80s, but smaller in a different look. Before the uh, internet, it was hard to properly market them. Okay. So he just completely copied the idea and then claimed to have invented it. Yes, he claimed okay, to be the first sure. to sell them. Like Edison. Got it. Yeah. He actually forgot about these wonderful manhood danglers until he was off-roading with some friends. Okay. Are you ready for this? <laughs> uh, no. I don't think... I, I think you were right at the beginning. Where I'm not <laughs> ready for any of this that's coming down the pike. I think you just need to grab a stick and bite it. I just need to, you're right. You know what? I just need to hold on and get through this. Okay. Quote from Ranker.com. Quote, allegedly, Saller had been off-roading with his friends when someone yelled, Go, Ernie! Show them you got balls! 
This reignited his passion for the product, which he then brought to his would-be partner, Chad Tombill, owner of Tombill Plastics in San Bernardino, California. Okay, sure. If you have a person who's got a plastics company and you want to show the world you have balls, but you don't want to drive around uh, exposing yourself indecently, this is a match made in heaven. Now, Saller was very tactful and timid in revealing the product to Chad when they originally met because he didn't want to offend Chad. So he's like Ah. trying to figure out, like, is Chad going to freak out when I talk about this? So uh, what uh, my idea is, is to sort of have a way to prove the Mm -hmm. uh, gender of my vehicle uh, Mm -hmm. while driving that is visible to the other motorists. uh... When you say gender of your vehicle, do you mean like blue paint? Uh, that no, it's a attachment that goes uh, to show the external uh, biological uh, anatomical gender of the vehicle to other vehicle enthusiasts. Are you talking about genitalia? I'm talking about genitalia, but I didn't want to say it outright. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chad is quoted saying in the Vice article that I read, which, by the way, go read this article because it's fucking wild. <laughs> Chad is quoted saying, quote, we were probably talking for an hour and a half before I realized he was talking about balls. God, it was I thought our bit went on, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What on earth? could? How could he invent? introduce this product without going on for an hour and a half without mentioning they were truck nuts. They were balls that hung from your truck. So, Chad, I want to hang something that's plastic from the back of my car. Oh, sure. Like a like a tow hitch that doesn't tow very much. I understand. It's like a little purse <laughs> with special jewels inside. A, a purse that shows that I'm a man. Uh, it's a man purse. <laughs> so... Saller would eventually make the deal happen, though. So Chad okay. was like, I'm in. Chad eventually just gave up wondering what it was and, and then said, yeah, you can use my plant to do this. I'm sure you're curious about David Ham. Right. I, I had forgotten completely about him, but yes, I am now curious once again. So David Ham's origin story for selling these manhoods was very similar to Saller's. He saw someone else doing it and then copied it and invented it. Ham saw them on a truck in the 1980s in a desert area as well, similar to Nevada, and eventually would get around to making them. And that's why he can claim that he invented them, because he saw them in the desert and there's no one there. Exactly. Nobody's in a desert except for Roswell aliens. Exactly. And aliens can't have patents. That's the important thing. And aliens don't have testicles. They clone themselves. Yes, everyone knows that. No belly buttons on those babies. They don't even have genders. Yeah, they're just superior to us <laughs> every fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't make money off truck nuts, do they? So are they superior? Are they really? They have <laughs> they have truck asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Ham would found his company, Your Nuts, with a Z, in yeah. 1996. But the Z, spoiler, is at the beginning. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, wait, no, I'm pretty sure it's at the end. But then I was like, 
Kevin doesn't know. <laughs> He's just saying things. I do not know this now. <laughs> Ham would have to meet with 10 different molding companies because all of them rejected him until the 10th one. Right, because they all saw a diagram or like a mock-up of what this was going to be. And we're like, that's disgusting. No. I'd just like to point out, though, that Saller spent an hour and a half easing his way into the nuts, whereas Ham went full hog ham in. Right. Yeah, that is a difference of approach, for sure. He's like, we're going to make balls! (laughs) Give me your plastic plant to make balls and hang from my truck! (laughs) I so wish you could have seen Kevin's face. It was exactly how I imagined it. The um, you're welcome. The that's why the meetings didn't go so great. He didn't even set these meetings up. He just went to those plants <laughs> and said that. So, so he was not the best at business. Ham would eventually make a web domain to sell his product on AOL, or he would claim to make a web domain to sell his product on AOL. How do you claim to make a website? It's there or no? Nope. No. Well, we'll get there. Okay. He was convinced that he was the first nut seller to make a website on the internet. Right, other than the person who sold the nuts to the person he saw who had them. He's now talking internet specifically. Ah, so the first widespread nut seller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But technically, seller... Testically? <laughs> oh, Sorry. I'm so mad at that, and I'm so happy at the same time. <laughs> I did not see that coming. And, and an episode where I am seeing everything coming, I just got teabagged and did not expect it. So, well done. So, technically, what happened? Uh, technically, Saller would actually be the first to make a web domain in 1999, whereas <laughs> Ham would make one in 2002. But Ham would argue that his OG site on AOL before like people left AOL and went to other browsers mm-hmm. was before Saller, but nobody can confirm this because that web browser doesn't exist anymore. Ah, yeah. So, you know, if anyone cares, you're a better man than me because I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure that you're concerned about this proof, right? Don't give a fuck. The interviewer for the Vice article would actually ask Ham to provide proof that he was the first to make the nuts go viral online. Okay, no one doesn't like viral nuts. And because Ham was insistent that he was the first to make a website, and there is proof that the uh, it is the other way around. So we, so the, uh, the interviewer was like, can you please provide this? But apparently Ham got really angry at the interviewer and was like, no, this is not court. Wow, okay. He's quoted so... saying that in the Vice article, and the article actually talks about several times that Ham got really upset in the interview, and I'm like... I can't believe you got this interview out of him because he is an... I made truck nuts! I do you care? <laughs> I made them first! <laughs> so, I'm sure you guessed. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure as you guessed that both Ham and Saller went on their merry way and sold plastic and metallic men's testicles for cars and trucks and made their money in peace, right? Absolutely not. The very little I know about Ham, made up mostly of my own imagination, is he's very litigious. (laughs) You are correct. So (laughs) once they were both live, right, and selling, both of their websites claimed to be the first. Okay. They're like home of the original truck nuts. 
Right. And just because it doesn't matter to anyone else doesn't mean it doesn't matter to them. Exactly. They also were claiming to be the best nuts for trucks. Well, sure. They can both claim to be the best nuts for trucks. My nuts are the best nuts. My nuts work. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Anatomically correct. If you squeeze my truck nuts, my truck stops working because it's in pain. <laughs> Listen, they produce semen. <laughs> you can get pregnant with a baby truck. <laughs> if you have a head-on collision. <laughs> my plow can plow you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, okay. they both asked the other to take down their respective claims, like Burn Hamilton did, right? They're like, yeah. neither one was okay with the idea of having the other person tell them to take their claims down, and they sure. basically would, like, back off! Well, sure. I mean, it's like, this situation is absolutely ripe for this kind of completely useless grandstanding. I mean, like, look what they're fighting over. It's balls. They're fighting like they over balls. They have to both show that they have balls. Yeah, and they're fighting over balls, which neither of them came up with the original concept. Exactly. Like, I invented them. No, after seeing them, but that someone else made them. No, no, I invented them after seeing someone else made them. <laughs> My balls are the first balls. My balls are Adam. Your balls are tiny. My balls are beautiful. Well, I'm going to talk about a phone call that happened. Okay. <laughs> there was an infamous phone call between the two that kind of started mm -hmm. off their feud. Ham claims that the first call between Saller and Ham was when Saller called him and told Ham that Ham's balls didn't look like Bull's balls. Oh, okay. Ham claims... He just decided to call him up and say that? <laughs> Ham claims to have said that Saller was the first to tell him that. So he's like, wow, nobody's ever told me that before. Well, at least they agree on the content of this call, as stupid as it is. And then, so apparently Saller replied, quote, I tell you what, I'm going to make my own bull's balls, and I'm going to bury you. Okay. Hey, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's John. I'm just calling to let you know, uh, your balls don't look like bull's balls. They look like human balls, and that's stupid. Uh, my balls look like balls. Yeah, human balls. Whoever wanted human balls for their truck. Truck's not a human. Uh, my balls are very big balls. No, your balls are tiny human balls. I've got bull's balls, which are the biggest balls that there are. I feel like you didn't need to call me and tell me this. I wanted to let you know that your balls are small, and they don't look like bulls at all. Well, as you guessed it, Pam claimed to have been very cordial and wished him well. I appreciate it! <laughs> so, he wished Saller well and the best of luck. Good luck! But then six months later, got a pair of the bull's balls in the mail uh, and said it looked like Saller had gotten dead bull's balls from, like, a castrated bull and put a mold on them. Uh, well, I mean, I would have to assume that's what he actually did, right? I don't know exactly how the molds were made, but neither look. of them really look like accurate genitalia to me. I don't know, but, like, given that we do castrate bulls, it feels like, look, I don't want anything to do with bulls' balls, but I feel like that since we do castrate them, there has to be a supply of castrated bulls' balls out there. And if one was trying to acquire some, it feels like one could. Yes. 
Yes. Now, and then put them on their truck. We The thing we do know is this phone call did happen. However, right. Saller claims that Ham actually called Saller first. Oh, God. Who gives a f- Oh, God. Uh. And Saller claims that Ham said, <laughs> said basically something along the lines of, I was the first and you need to stop saying you were the first. Okay, so they both said that to each other, and and they even disagree on who called each other first? Ay ay ay. Quote from Ranker.com, quote, When neither Saller nor Ham was willing to back down, the competition between the two became far more heated, resulting in aggressive phone exchanges and emails. God, just, <laughs> I want, imagine, just for a second, listener, imagine how much coke these guys were doing. Just picture it. And, you know, enjoy that image, I, that, the mound you're seeing. I just want to point out that all I can think about when I hear about these phone calls is that movie with uh, Kathleen Turner where she's... The, Romancing the Stone? No. The one where she's the, the mom who doesn't want people... She kills people. Serial oh, mom. Oh, serial mom. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's like, she picks up the phone. She's like, hello, cocksucker. Like, I have an vision <laughs> that, like, that's what Ham did with Fowler and vice versa. <laughs> they probably imagined killing each other in several ways. Like, you know, some. I feel like somebody's going to get bludgeoned by bulls, by cast iron bulls balls at the end of this story. Um, Mr. Ham, you've got a call on, on line one. Who is it? Uh, just answer it. They, they, they said it was like your, your niece or something. Hello, Chloe. Hello, tiny dick. Oh, no! You got me again! <laughs> Hello, Chloe. Hello, tiny dick! <laughs> Chloe, how could you say that? Because you have a tiny dick. <laughs> I'm telling your mother! <laughs> she already knows. Cause you have <laughs> okay, all right. Well, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> All right, now we're now we're needlessly in incest here. No. <laughs> Is anyone ever need? Well, yeah, everyone's needlessly <laughs> in incest. <laughs> please, please finish that sentence, please. I refuse. <laughs> please finish the sentence. Jason. So anyway, wait. Let me get let me get your sister on the phone and please then oh, finish the sentence. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in West Virginia. Oh. All right, so. Throughout the early 2000s, they were basically just being pissy with each other and sending a bunch of heated letters, emails, and phone calls. Okay. Cease and desist. No, you cease and desist. But in 2009, shots were fired by Ham. Actual shots. No, thankfully. Okay. Thank God. Ham decided to make a new website called allthenutswithaz.com. I don't think they got all the nuts on the website because these two weren't there, but okay. So the idea behind it was that all the different truck nut companies would sell on this major conglomerate site. Wow. What an internet utopia, he imagined. So at this point now, Saller and Ham were no longer the only truck nuts people. No. So nobody patented this idea? (laughs) (laughs) No. Wilson Kemp would join in the truck nut fray. Okay. He Wilson Kemp was an 81-year-old retired man and was bored. Oh, well, uh, I love an industry that you can just jump into when you're an 81-year-old bored retiree. Life was uh, really boring for him after having been a high school administrator, and it wasn't what he dreamed of. 
No, but he did get exposed to a lot of drawings of nuts as a high school administrator, so uh, he had a really good idea of the different varieties that were out there. So he found a person selling a company called Truck Nuts with a Z. Okay. So he was like, let's do this! Did he buy the company or something? He did. He would buy the company. um, And he bought it because he thought it was, quote, a quirky thing that people would get a kick out of. Well, he's not wrong. Just because I find them stupid and and dumbly macho doesn't mean everyone does. So, because Saller and Ham were so busy busting each other's balls, uh, they didn't even notice Kemp. Oh, look at you. Are you happy? I am. Good. They would call Kemp Switzerland in this war. Oh, that's not what Kemp had to say about it. I'm thinking Kemp was much more like Germany. (laughs) He was thinking Germany. (laughs) So, all right. Let's go back to allthenuts.com, shall we? (laughs) Hold on. I'll type it in. (laughs) Saller was refusing to sell his nuts on that site. Wait a minute. I don't know what happened there, but allthenuts.com is a completely different site right now. I'm looking at it. It's very different from what you're thinking. <laughs> you got to put the Z in. Oh, it's really all the nuts. Wow. <laughs> it's cashews and dicks. <laughs> exactly. You can buy all the nuts. So, all right. Ham still had his dream, though, of having all of the nuts on his <laughs> all the nuts site. What, you know, what a what a beautiful image. I have a dream. <laughs> it's not as important as your dream, <laughs> but it's mine. I was inspired to write this speech by a speech I saw some time ago. <laughs> I invented this speech. <laughs> so Ham was like, I refuse to have bull balls not be on my site, allthenuts.com, because it's all the fucking nuts. So he put bull's balls on the site, even though bull's balls did not consent to being on the site. And he had no product to sell the bull's balls. Okay. So I mean, all right. Quote from Vice, quote, this led to a post on the bull's balls website called Truck Nuts. A quest for the truth. <laughs> Questioning Ham and I mean, his brother. It's not exactly War and Peace, but sure. Okay. It's an afternoon reading. Questioning Ham and his brother Kenneth's business ethics and the quality of the nuts they sold. I question your nuts' quality. I question if they're actually metal or if they're <gasps> foil. How dare you! <laughs> Ham, Mr. Ham, you have a call from your uh, niece, Chloe? I'm not falling for that one again. It really is Chloe this time. Oh. Hi, Chloe. Your nuts are foil. God damn it, John. (laughs) So, this (laughs) this blog, Truck Nuts, a quest for the truth, would lead to the great incident of, quote, Industrial espionage, as Ham would call it in the Vice article. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ham would head over. I I just, I'm desperate to know what kind of industrial espionage these two can get up to. They're putting hair on theirs. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Ham would head over to Tombill Plastics in San Bernardino, Cali. Yeah. And he would go into the store or into the, the plant and say yeah. that his name was Bozzy Willis. Bozzy Willis? <laughs> B-O-Z-Z-Y Willis. <laughs> Don't question me. I have a hard hat. <laughs> he would be greeted by the floor manager and would then... Cap- Hello, Bozzy. How can I help you? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking name. Nobody's named Bozzy. No, no one is named Bozzy. If you like this way to fly under the radar, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Bozzy would casually yeah. look over to the truck balls hanging on the wall and would say, quote, I want to buy some of them balls. <laughs> I'm Bozzy Willis, and I'm here to buy balls. <laughs> He was going to do this because if he bought enough of them, then he could sell the balls on his site and officially have all the nuts. You're fucking kidding me. So the floor manager was like, cool, bro. So then he went and got Chad Tombill and was like, come meet this guy. He wants to buy the balls to, to do stuff with. We got a bulk buy of bulls balls. <laughs> so remember how Chad Tombill is basically a partner to Saller? Yeah. So Chad came out. He looked at Ham and was like, are you sure you're Bozzy Willis? <laughs> because I don't think that's a person or a thing. He would say, quote, do people call you by another name, Bozzy? Do they also call you David Ham? Uh, B-Dog. I get B-Dog a lot. <laughs> Ham, not an internationally trained spy, would panic at his cover being blown and would be removed from the building. (laughs) This is why you hire people. (laughs) Fucking goddamn the worst corporate espionage ever. Saller's response to this would be to make a new post similar to Truck Nuts, a quest for the truth about what happened with Bozzy. Okay. So he would just lay it all out there and be like, this idiot came to my store and tried to buy this shit. I, look, I know we're having fun and everything, but I really feel like David Ham is spiraling. <laughs> and this could really end badly <laughs> for, for him. My name is Bossy um, now! <laughs> oh, God. I just love that he called it fucking... Uh, <laughs> called it fucking industrial espionage it's not espionage if you can't make it happen no it's definitely it's no it's (laughs) what 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 even is it it's a botched attempt at buying things at wholesale that you'll then sell at a markup or something so i don't know after the failed industrial espionage it's a failed shopping trip (laughs) 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 it's not industrial espionage shopping trip yes it is you don't have to shop under an assumed name okay so this is when the smear campaign would begin against bull balls oh boy so on all of the review sites people were writing terrible things about bull's balls most of them would badmouth saller and other members of the company and then would promote all the nuts.com okay so it was all David Ham. He had an, uh, he was his own personal army of Russian trolls now. Basically, a lot of these were anonymous and all of that. Oh no. 
So they then would go after Bowls Balls for trying to fix the price of truck nuts. They'd be like, he's trying to fix the price. I have to leave. I just have to leave. I We're not done. I want to go. You said I can't until this is over. You can't leave. We've got a little bit more. You're almost there. Okay. So I feel like you're you're imagining that we've seen the last of Bozzy Willis, right? We haven't seen the last of Bozzy Willis? I was imagining that, but no, the first shopping trip went so well, he decided to bring him out again. After the smear campaign began, <laughs> on Facebook, Bozzy Willis would appear what? and start posting hateful stuff on all the posts by Bulls Balls. Please, God. Pick a better alias. You had time. You had time. There, you could be a Daryl. You could. You could even be an Ozzy. You could be. You know. My name is Bozzy. I wonder. It's Bozzy Willis. Because that's so surreptitious. Uh, Mr. Bozzy Willis, you've got a phone call yes? from cl- your niece, Chloe. <gasps> How did she find me? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> this is the best character you've ever made. <laughs> and I can't. I still fucking have such love for your Elmo and for your new Coke lady. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh. Thank you. Uh, That'll be that. That's a cue to you, deep cut people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what the fuck is happening now? So Bozzy Willis now created a Facebook profile, and and in more evidence that Facebook has ruined our lives. Yeah. So if that wasn't enough, suddenly a whole bunch of blogs appeared, <laughs> bashing bulls balls and praising <sighs> your nuts. Your nuts. Yeah. My personal nuts. My nuts. No, Kevin's the, the nuts? company. Your nuts. The original company, oh, as opposed to all God. the nuts. I mean, because, you know, it's not as if odes haven't been written to my nuts. I, congratulations. Thank you. Um, Most of the blogs would be written by Anonymous, and then they were copy and pasted word for word. By Bozzy Williams. (laughs) He he did happen to share a lot of them. It wasn't Bozzy! It was Anonymous! (laughs) Look, a lot of people are saying the exact same thing about this company. I'm just helping spread the word. (laughs) So, all right, Saller at this point needed to go to war. So he handed off... I don't see that he has any other choice. He handed off production responsibilities to Chad and uh, basically went to the internet to fight the smear campaign. Great. That can't end badly. So what ended up happening then was that Saller and Ham would exchange many aggressive written battles over the internet. Okay. Did anybody sue each other or they're just just like exchanging angry letters for years? Both of them would try to write anonymously, (laughs) but would then refer to themselves and then go back to anonymous. So they'd be like, I can't believe that you're just you're being mean to Bulls Balls, that great company that gave me great bull balls. And we make great fucking products. But, you know, like (laughs) that company is so good and it treats its people so well. What I've heard. Oh my god, that's so fuck. This guy is an absolute genius. So, but this is both of them now. An underrated genius. <laughs> both of them. They both are. What's amazing is eventually Genii. they would air out all their dirty laundry because they would start posting their cease and desist oh. letters they'd each written each other. 
Oh, how cute. <laughs> did they just complain it out? Did they just get it out of their systems and complain it out? I hope they did. Well, they just petered out. <laughs> We're done. Quote from Vice, quote, At one point, Ham shared the fact that Saller had a criminal past. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Ham had a criminal future. Saller admitted that he chose to plead guilty to the charge after a long time coming domestic dispute. It is something I am truly ashamed of, but it happened. I chose to plead guilty, sure. But Saller, in reply, said that the two brothers were sociopaths and pasted an entire encyclopedia article explaining the concept. Of sociopathy? Yeah. Okay. So he's basically like, Ham and his brother are sociopath. I might be a domestic criminal, violent criminal. Sure. But... Look, I might be a criminal, okay? But at least I feel bad about it. These guys can't. <laughs> They're sociopaths. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Eventually, Saller would be done with it. He's just over it. And he would post one last... Finally. He would post one last time, just like George Washington. One last post. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to teach him how to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Oh, God. Um, So he would post... Go and write your story, John. (laughs) Who lives, who dies, who writes the truck nuts. Um... (laughs) All the other truck nut owners got to grow old. All the other truck nut o- owners' stories were told. It must be nice. It must be nice to have truck nuts on your car. Um, well, he's never going to have bold balls now. Never going to have bold balls now. Never going to have the bold balls now. Oh, my God. I think we okay. need to make this into Hamilton, too. Truck nuts the musical. Sure. So, all right. So Sally's like, we're done. I'm going to post one last thing, basically saying that his lawyers has sent him their final cease and desist letter. Yeah. And then he sold his company to Chad. Oh, He's like, all right. I'm done. I can't anymore. Right. Ham is an asshole. I hate him so much. Yeah, this is the only, like, reasonable way to get out of it at this point, I think. I Props to John. Yeah. Saller. So the fighting would eventually die down. Because Saller stopped fighting, and the other people just stopped fighting back because there's nothing to fight with. Are you listening, Israel? Oh. And then then Saller would end up dying in 2014. Okay. But with some money. Saller never got to grow old. All the other (laughs) truck nut owners get their story told. I don't know. You don't know how old he was when he started this mess. So. I don't don't care. He was was a healthy 52. (laughs) Both companies are still alive and selling. Wow. And they're selling in peace now. That's amazing because nobody has and, – and nobody – you know what's interesting to me about this was that nobody bothered to patent this, so nobody actually could sue anybody. Yes. And it's like, it's like uh, you know, years of cease and desist letters back and forth. Stop it. No, you stop it. You stop it. It's basically like two kids in the backseat of a fucking car. You're on my side. Stop it. Quit it. <laughs> But neither of them, they you know, nobody owns the car. Dad owns the car. Mom owns the car. Okay. Exactly. Nobody invented the truck nuts. Okay. What is the bright side? <sighs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> oh, we went to rent? And now we're in rent. Yes. Live in my truck. I'll sell you truck nuts. <laughs> Flap in the breeze. For a hundred thousand miles. <laughs> Drive my truck nuts. 
and I'll offend you. <laughs> Every single day, truck comes in my face. Open your door, <laughs> jump out, you fuck nut. <laughs> so, all right. Okay, sorry. First, no one died from this war, from like violence. Right. It's a it's a figurative war. Yeah. Not a literal war. Nobody ended up being bludgeoned to death by truck nuts, which I will admit I'm a little disappointed by. <laughs> Second. Because it's such a hilarious way to die. <laughs> both of them were exposed to look kind of foolish. Okay, Nobody sure. came out There's... looking like the more righteous of the two. Right. There's no good guy here. That's that's a bright side. <laughs> Honestly, it's not like it's not like Saller was a good person and like got beaten by Ham or anything. It's like right. like they it, the other thing also is that they they aired their dirty laundry out and now everyone gets to know and be like, er, okay, I now know who okay. you are. I know I know your real identity." Exactly. You guys do your research, Ozzie. all right? Look at the whole story and then buy truck nuts from whoever you th- buy from Switzerland, honestly. Buy them from Canada. I know. Fuck man. Like <laughs> If I was looking for truck nuts and buying around, now one would have to assume that if I was looking for truck nuts to buy, I might not be thinking about this logically. But if I found all these things and then I saw a third company that wasn't in a fight, I probably would want to go that way. But I'm let's be real. If I'm buying truck nuts, am I really doing that kind of thinking? I, I, I maybe you know. I mean, buy ethical truck nuts, okay? <laughs> buy conflict-free truck nuts. That's what I'm saying. My truck nuts are fair trade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, enjoy your blood truck nuts. Yeah. How many children <laughs> died to make those truck nuts? Only Leonardo DiCaprio getting them across the border. That's just the only one who dies for these truck nuts. What movie does he die getting across the border? Blood Diamond. Oh, I never... I'm doing a whole Blood Diamond thing over here. I didn't here. watch that movie. Okay, fine. Spoiler alert. Oops. Well, I'm not going to watch it. Okay, then no spoiler. Well, for other people. He might not have died. I don't remember it well. Maybe he lived. I feel like you remember it. If not, spoiler alert, if he did live, then, you know, what's Surprise! Yay, yay! Congratulations, Leo. So third thing is, this is funny. <laughs> it is. Like, truck nuts by themselves are both stupid and funny. Yeah, I mean, I personally am not a fan of hanging genitalia from a vehicle. It's not my vehicle, so it's not my choice. I think my problem is the lack of representation. Like, if you could also get a truck vagina, I'd be for this. I don't know if you could get a truck vagina. I thought I saw somewhere that you, that someone was, like, putting boobs and other things on cars. Here's a retail opportunity. Not for me. Not for me either, but I'm telling, you know, some people do have molding, you know, companies. And if you're not making truck vaginas people you're in this era of inclusion you're leaving money on the table if i were gonna make truck nuts i would want to make a truck penis as well and then i would want them to be together but separate so that they could dangle and wave apart kind of the way balls and penises do separate um how far apart are your balls and penis no like you know how like if you're running and things move they don't like flow in the same direction all the same time how often are you running naked? Don't judge my life. No, I'm wondering what your specific schedule is. Whenever I run around the house naked. When when you're going to be out doing that next. 
specifically. I'm never out in public running naked. Oh, okay. It's always well, indoors. hold on. That's fine. I have binoculars. <laughs> I come out the next morning and I see you perched up in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, hi Jason. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm uh, bird watching. Uh, Nick and I got in a fight. I was just sleeping here. <laughs> we're fighting about my constant need to see you naked i look over and nick's in another tree (laughs) i also got into a fight (laughs) we were in a fight and uh, and, but we're very egalitarian about it nobody wanted to have to sleep on the couch (laughs) so we both slept in a tree (laughs) that's right we both recognized we had a part to play in it (laughs) you did better than salar and ham Mm mm-hmm of course, we could have done significantly worse and still done better than Salar and Ham. Oh, my God. I want to say the other bright side to this episode for me is the character of Ham that you created. You're it welcome. It may be one of my favorites, if not the favorite character you've ever created. Spoiler alert. You'll never see him again. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to find a fucking oh, way. Oh, except to... for the second fucking episode on fucking truck. I'm going to find a way to bring him back. Okay, great. But uh, not tonight. Uh, so uh, I need to do other things now. I need to do something else. I'm sorry. I have plans. I have you to go. You need to cleanse it's your brain? Yes. Okay. Thank you for teaching me about this. I would like... What I have to do right now is drink a lot so that I forget it. So Don't do that. So thanks for telling me about it. Thank you, all of our listeners, for listening. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Mr. Ham? Yeah. You're... you're... <laughs> Denise, Chloe, and I. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through it. What if I just want to live with that? That's it. <laughs> I'm stopping. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Brightside with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.